Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. The fear of the unknown is just called the life experience of being a human. Oh, There's two experiences. It's called stay in your house, do the same thing, resent everyone around you, and really yeah. not love your life. Or experience the unknown, be in some pain, go through it, Yeah, really, really hate what comes with it sometimes, accept it, and then be happy on the other side, and then do it again. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and 
unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Questionably Awesome, Evans. Hi, Lori. Hey, Evans. What is this about? What is this podcast about? It's really cool because we do different subjects each week now. We do. I'm loving that. That is helping so much. Me too. So we do different subjects every single week. We answer Mm -hmm. questions. And this is definitely a podcast where we want you to have your funny bone out. Get your funny bone out. Yeah, get that funny bone out. (laughs) What do you think a funny bone looks like? Probably quite funny. Your elbow? I don't know. You know, I kind of want to say it looks like slimy the inchworm, but... (laughs) There it is. There it is. So I was talking about... And right away, you see what type of episode this is. So if you're new to this episode, you know, we really pray that you have got a burning question that you want to deliver Mm -hmm. um, and that that's the only thing burning. Yeah, not anything else. <laughs> so, so guys, uh, you know, I was just talking Sweating. to Chris yesterday. Yes. Can I talk like a robot? <laughs> what did he say? Was something burning? Nothing was burning. Okay, except his love for you. <laughs> that was definitely on fuego. <laughs> but we were talking about Sesame Street and I was like, talking about Slimy the worm. Yeah. I don't know if it was an inchworm or what. And he was like, who was Slimy? And I was like, did you even watch it? Wait, I don't know if I know who Slimy is. You've got to be shitting me right now. On Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think he was always with either... He was either with Grover or the Grouch. (gasps) That makes sense because he's hanging out by the trash can. Yes. He was my... He was one of my favorite characters, which I don't know what that says about me as a child. Yeah. The worm on Sesame Street. Yes. Be careful what images come up. I don't know. Slimy the worm. He's a Muppet character. Oh, he's a Muppet. No, he's on Sesame Street. Is he? Yep. Yep. He's, oh, people also search for Mr. Snuffleupagus and Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Okay. So most people are understanding or they're shaking their head yes. And maybe this is one of their favorite characters, but I'm not really sure. Like, why do certain characters like that stand out in our mind? To me, he was like so sweet and so cute. And that's so funny. And he's one of the, he's not one of the top main characters, is he? He's I definitely don't think so because he didn't speak. So we're going to have to learn more about Slimy and what he brought to to the table. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, how's your weekend been? It's been really good. Tell me about it. Um, We went to a pool party yesterday. Shut up. I'm not a big fan of pool parties. Really? Why? Tell me all about this pool party. You know what it reminds me of? (laughs) What? Whenever I think of pool parties, I think of this back to school pool party we had in the eighth grade. And I had just gotten boobs over the summer. And then I- Like a a boob job? (laughs) Yeah, I just got my (laughs) boobs done. (laughs) You're not late. You need to clarify for me. I was in eighth grade. Just got- oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> they just popped in. You know? Okay, they just came out. Got it. Like the the real ones just came out. The real ones okay. just came out. <laughs> and I was like, what are these? And everyone yeah. else in my class was wondering the same thing. <laughs> of yours or of theirs? Of well, I think we'd all a lot of us okay. Were getting them. You weren't like an early bloomer. No, that was eighth yeah, grade. Yeah, so not, I don't think I was an early bloomer. Not really early. Yeah, I think I was kind of late. late. <laughs> kind of late to the pool party right now. <laughs> 
Yeah. The first time you get boobs, it's real weird. <laughs> like, it is. Do you know what I did? I was so embarrassed what? Like when I started, because you don't really get a boob. Sometimes you just get like a weird nipple at first. <laughs> yeah. So I, and I was, my, my dad just has zero filter. So like he mm-hmm. says embarrassing things. So I always just was like preparing for him to say something like, you need a bra or yeah. bra, something really weird. Like, yeah. So I remember I put band-aids over my nipples because I didn't did? want them to like pop out. Oh yeah. And then it was just, that just showed even more. <laughs> <laughs> the things we do to try to just hide. It's the most, I just, oh, eighth grade. Why? What a terrible time. Oh, no. Hopefully you weren't in your swimsuit with a maxi pad or anything. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you remember maxi pads? No, I forgot. (laughs) Those things. I mean, I hate those dang things. They are like wearing a banana boat. They're like a a banana sundae down there. Sweating right now, laughing so hard. It's also really hot up here. It is. Okay, back to this pool party. I am so distracted. Oh, yeah. I, I, that brought back some serious memories. It brought though. back some major trauma. And yeah. luckily I powered through and I just wore a dress. I was like, I don't know if I can commit to a swimsuit to this thing. You just don't know what to expect. Exactly. And no one ended up swimming. So it oh, worked out. God. What yeah. if you were the only one who showed up in like a, like you were ready to swim. Yeah, with my diving sticks. I was like ready to go. Diving sticks? You know those things you you throw in the water and oh, you dive for them? That is not what I was thinking of when you said diving sticks. I don't What'd know what I, I don't even know. Like thing, sticks that help you dive? Like I was picturing <laughs> sticks around your, like wrapped around your arms. It's <laughs> like, I missed diving like sticks. Like some crutches. Yes. <laughs> Straight in. Just put those boards <laughs> on your arms. I am really sweating right now. Oh, pool parties oh, bring man. back a lot for me too. Like super traumatic times. It's awful. No, nobody likes a pool party in the beginning. No, I highly recommend. So pool parties, number one should probably be in the evening. Like in just yeah. dark. It should totally be pitch black party. Pitch black party. And it should require that everybody just pre games. Yes. Before you, you should be able to feel so confident in that you should just, I don't know. And you get like a complimentary scuba suit when you walk in, you're like, here's your suit, suit up for the party. (laughs) I think it's more like you don't know what to expect because to be honest, I'll go to a hotel and I will be like, I don't care in your swimsuit or bikini, whatever. But I feel like a pool party is very like, what are we doing yeah, here? Yeah, what's everyone wearing? What are we wearing? Like, are people... I need to know if we're committed yeah. to the swim or not. Exactly. Do I wear full makeup or do I do I not? Are we going to do a pool game? Yeah. Are we going to... Marco Polo this? Do I style my hair? I don't know. I just think <laughs> that this think leaves... About. Well, if we ever have a pool party, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to be so clear on the invitation that people are just like... Wow. Okay. Seven o'clock is four shots of tequila. 7.30 is stripped down to a two-piece or a one-piece and a swim cap, whatever you prefer. And And we're all going to jump in together holding hands. Yeah. I See, now that's a pool party I can get behind. (laughs) All right. So this is what we're going to do for your next birthday party. That's great. It's in November. Awesome. Perfect. So, well, we can swim in November. Yeah, here. we actually can. So what else happened? So you were in a dress at the pool party. Yeah, and it went well. Good. <laughs> and other people weren't swimming. Other people. Nobody swam. 
Not huh. a single soul. But, but it was called we a did pool have party? tacos. Yeah, it was around a pool. Feels as though it should have just been called a taco party. Right. Just let's, I don't know what that it is. There's a lot of misinterpretation. Just an afternoon party. Yeah. Just an afternoon party with some water. Yeah. <laughs> Buy some water. So the invitation should have read, come to our afternoon party. Buy some, a body of Buy water. A pool. <laughs> That's all. Do you have a quote? Um, yeah. Do you have a review? Yes. Because this is the place, if you want to leave a very nice mm-hmm. review, this would be the time to leave it. Evans and I have a thing about reviews. <laughs> reviews should only be happy. Happy. Yeah. If you like them. Or if you, yeah. if you feel moved to leave a review. If you have found any value from Evans and I talking about pool parties... <laughs> And maxi and pads. Sli- and maxi pads and slimy the inchworm, <laughs> then you should probably leave a review. Yeah. A so, five star. Let's make that clear. A five star review. A five star review. And here's why. Let's tell them why. Because we'll send you something super awesome yeah. and we'll shout you out, which is so much fun because we feel like you're with us. So yeah. who's with us today and who can we send um, something to? Alex at Thousand Track Mind. Oh, I just l- love that name. I love that name. <laughs> They say, I wish there were more than five stars to give. Oh my God, Alex, I'm throwing you an extra star. This podcast has been life-changing. It inspires me and motivates me. It has helped me to shift my mindset and face my fears. Wow. That's great because we're talking about it. I'm so grateful that I found it. Lori Harder and her amazing guests have truly taught me how to earn my happy. Earn it. Boom. Make sure that you send us an email at customerservice at lauriharder.com and we are going to send you something super duper awesome and it won't be a maxi pad. No, because those are awful. (laughs) (laughs) They are. They're the worst. Do you have your quote? Yeah, it's about... It's about fear. You know why we're talking about fear today? Tell me why. Because we're answering questions on fear. All day, every day. This is a fear-filled episode. Fear-filled episode. Actually, we're like fear-crushing. Remember that show? Yeah, that I couldn't get into that show. Constantly ate balls on that show. They really did. I was like, I can't watch people eat another pair of balls. (laughs) (laughs) Why would they do that? I don't know. It was either... It was either real balls or eyeballs or some sort of balls yeah. that I could not get down with. Uh, so No way. There's that. Well, <laughs> opposite of balls, turn your <laughs> wounds into wisdom. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. <sighs> really is nice. I swear to you, Oprah mothers us on a daily basis she and really she doesn't does. even know it. Like mm-hmm. she comes up in my sphere every single day. Me too. Like yesterday, everyone was... We did this. I was at a my friend uh, Christine's wedding shower. Yeah, and they did um, this thing called oh, what is that old talk show? It was like where oh. you have to guess what your partner says. Oh yeah, do you remember what that's called? Yes, like the wedding show. Not oh yeah, something like the match. Some kind of matchmaker <laughs> show. Anyway, it was hilarious because they really played it out like a game show. Yeah. And one of the questions to her husband, her future husband, Steph, was, um, who is your wife's celebrity crush? And she was like, oh, well, I wonder if he'll think it's, you know, a guy because I don't think he knows who that is. And she's like, yeah, Oprah. And he guessed right. No, he didn't. (laughs) So anyway, long story short, you got to hear about what I did yesterday and you got to hear about a little bit of Oprah love. And I think I found the game. What was it? The newlywed game? Yeah. 
us the newlywed game. That would be such a fun game for you to play. I'll tell you all about how they did it because they recorded. So a friend like asked him in real, like recorded a whole Zoom and then they would just hit pause. So they would actually hear and see him on camera like with his answers. So it was so cute to watch him get embarrassed like over certain things. Yeah. Great idea for you and your girlfriends, you know? Okay. So mine (laughs) is by Nelson Mandela and he sails. I learned that courage was not... He does not sound like that. (laughs) I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And I don't even think I'd use the Hmm. word conquer because if I'm really going to go and... I'm going to correct Nelson Mandela here. Yeah. I'm going to have to just slide in here. Let me just fix this world leader, this world leader's quote here. Um... I do want to say the word conquer gives a false pretense. Am I saying that right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You did. You nailed it. Nailed it. So of the the idea that we like get over our fear or we're going to feel like we have it down. And it's funny because yesterday we were, we were all sitting around and there's these women in this room and they're like, I don't know, these epic women who speak all the time on huge stages of anywhere from like, you know, 500 to 15,000 people all of the time. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them, we got on this topic of fear and nerves around public speaking. Yeah. And every single one of them said, no matter what, like they can do all of the work in the world, but no matter what, they get so nervous right before. And I think that's so freeing to hear because sometimes we can hear like, if if you're making yeah. it about you, you're going to be nervous. And you're like, no, I swear to God, I'm yeah. not making it about me. Like, I'm, I'm just, just trying to I do just it. don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> Why? I think everything hard should be done in voices so that it makes life better. I think so too. But that's good to hear that. that. Everyone, Mm -hmm. no matter how successful, how big you are, how much you've accomplished, you still get scared. Afraid. Yeah. Afraid. F-R-A-I-D. Still afraid. I'm so afraid right now. Help me. Well, you need to speak more in that accent more often. (laughs) Your your Southern accent. Where's it been? I don't know. She's got to come out. She's got to come out at least once on this podcast. Yeah, for sure. Maybe in this next question. Oh, okay. The old lady. The old lady. That one. This is from at Janae Irvin. How do you get past the fear of the unknown when at an important crossroads in your life? Poor Janae. She does not talk like that. She's probably like, she might. I don't know. She might. We don't know. She might love it. She might be from South Carolina too. Say it again so I'm not distracted because I just loved it too much. Okay. She asked, how do you get past the fear of the unknown when at an important crossroads in your life? Oh, the fear of the unknown. Hmm. That's, that's a hard one. How do you get past it? Um, you go through it. Oh, good answer. Wow. That is the worst though. (laughs) You actually have to go through it. Yeah. It's awful. Prepare yourself. It's the worst. (laughs) I mean, if I'm just being, you know, if you want a real podcast right now, I am just going to tell you that the fear of the unknown is just called the life experience of being a human. There's two experiences. It's called stay in your house, do the same thing, resent everyone around you and really not love your life or experience the unknown, be in some pain, 
go through it. Yeah. Really, really hate what comes with it sometimes. Accept it and then be happy on the other side and then do it again. You really, that it's the truth, isn't it? Unfortunately. But I don't even want to say unfortunately anymore because I've just kind of learned like, oh my God, like, like life is not good or bad. It just all is. Mm-hmm. And I keep on, it's funny because this podcast, of course, like is always such a growing experience and everything right down to the name, like earn your happy. Like happiness is amazing and you want to strive for it. But at mm-hmm. the same time, if you're just striving for happiness, you're going to miss your every day because every day can't be happy. No. So it's like striving for a fulfilling day and not f- all fulfilling days are happy at all. Because some fulfilling days are like, whoa, I just really had to solve problems all day today. For sure. But I'm, you know, I feel good about I got a workout in. I, you know, took care of myself. I took care of uh, different business things, whatever. And then even on the days, but even that, everything is like a, everything can spiral and can contradict itself as well. Because Mm -hmm. even with that, it's like, some of your best days, you're not going to be doing your best work. Like, yeah, that's impossible. It's impossible. You can't be strong every single day. Hell no. In fact, I find that they're few and far between. Like some days you're just like, especially if you're going through something Mm -hmm. and you are facing that fear of the unknown and you are taking a lot of new steps, all your willpower is going towards just like hanging in there. Yeah. Just surviving. Yeah. Sometimes there's just survival mode in your life and just that in and of itself is something that you should feel proud of. So how do you face it? You just go through it. Do you have a little tool that you use whenever you're feeling really very fearful to kind of snap out of it? Um, Weed pens. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. Let's see. I don't use a weed pen. But I'm not against it either. No. You do you. Yeah. you. I do me. (laughs) You do you. I do me. (laughs) Um, Do I have a tool for when I'm going through it? Yeah. Oh man, so many tools. Um, I surround myself with fun friends. Mm -hmm. I support myself in any way that I can. So I actually ask myself, like, how can I support myself right now? When I'm going through something hard, that's one of the most important times for me to attempt to take care of myself through food or sleep. Yeah. Because the second I don't get sleep, everything feels so bad. feels so much harder. I'm depressed. It feels amplified. I get super anxious. So if there's one thing I'm going to take care of first, it's always going to be my sleep. Mm -hmm. And my food really also affects my mood in a huge way. So if I'm feeling really anxious or depressed, I'm like, am I drinking a lot of coffee? Because that is not helping me with going through something hard because it's only going to amplify it. So learn the things that make you feel worse Mm -hmm. for sure. And be like, wait, do I want to feel worse right now? Because this is a clear decision that, you know, if I eat all the sugar or drink all this booze right now, I'm going to feel worse tomorrow. So sometimes we have to make that hard choice to not do the easy thing in order to feel so much better the next day. So if you want to have a good day, you really have to live and you have to look at your present choices. That's such good advice. And I feel like you and Chris are such good examples of you have those certain things that are always in place that you can just fall back on. No matter how your life is going, you know that you're, hey, we're going to do our best to eat well. Mm. We're going to work out. We're going to move our bodies. And those things really make a difference. It's everything. It's It's who you are. Yeah. It's who you are as a person. Like we, we tend to separate like going through things or fear of things with what we're actually doing in our lives. And, and something that I thought of yesterday, I was on a run and I'm like, 
Wow, no matter what happens, no matter who says something about something, no matter who tries to, you know, there's so much out in the world that we can be afraid of. Someone, you Mm -hmm. know, starting a company, someone trying to take you down. There's just so much in the news right now that like if we focus on it, you'll never ever begin. And I thought there are so many things in your life that you can protect yourself from. Like you literally, your habits can keep you safe if you have your habits in place, whether Mm -hmm. that is deciding that your response to something for a while is going to be no response. And that's a habit of like, I'm not going to respond right away. Or your habit of like, oh my God, when things get really overwhelming, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to make sure that I keep running and doing all these things or whatever you need. Like your habits, you can create habits in a life that protects you from pretty much everything. So do you have powerful habits? And if not, sometimes that's the most important thing to focus on out of everything. Yeah. So making room for that. Get them started. Totally. I feel like you have really great habits too because you're always like, I need my yogs. I need my yogs or else I'm mean. Yeah. Well, (laughs) me too. Excuse me. It's allergies right now. Yeah. Allergies in August. Yeah, it is. I woke up today (laughs) and I was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. It's California. Yeah. So shoot, you want another question, Lori? (laughs) Yes, please. Okay. This is from at Sir You Mix a lot. Sir Mix a lot. <laughs> Love him. Sir You Sir You He, I think. Sir You He. Sir You He. Why do we often manifest fear in our minds when really fear doesn't actually exist? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I think they just answered their own question. Why do we manifest it? I think it's actually the way that we are wired. Um, so that, that's a whole other, just, that's a whole other idea that if we can understand that it's so powerful to know that majority of the things that we are thinking is literally only to protect us because Mm -hmm. back in the day or beginning of time, everybody talks about how our, you know, we have an ancient brain basically that is meant to protect us. Right. We're animals. So why do we... Man- totally. And why do we manifest it? It's the same reason the squirrel is always on edge, right? Yeah. Snacks. Literally. Snacks is always like, who's going to kill me? Because something probably will. Yeah. It's like, is there going to be... What's the type of bird that was a dinosaur? Uh Oh, the flying one? It's not a... T- <laughs> no. The land bird. Although I think there are land birds. Penguins? Can that be That's considered a, a land bird? It is. It's not a dinosaur, it's but not. it's definitely a land bird. I you sound fly. smart on this podcast every time. Well, I catch you off. What Clearly, I'm asking you the questions, so... I know it's not a T-Rex. It's not. I. <laughs> Why can't I think of it? Uh, I've watched Jurassic Park so many times. Please, for the love of God, help me. It's called Pedro Pedrodactyl? Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Oh my God. Pterodactyl. This is so good. I, we can't make this stuff <laughs> no. up that we don't know this. All right. So we people knew it are, at one time. People are yelling. We knew it at one time. And you know what? I bet I bet I could even think of the pterodactyl's name from a land before time. Just not right now. All right. He was cute. Yeah. That's a great movie. It really is. We mm-hmm. should watch that. No, okay. let's not. I couldn't ever sit Oh no. It. It's very sad. Isn't it very sad? They all are. All oh. Disney movies are actually... I just watched The Lion King and I was like, 
This is so intense. I can hardly take it. I was like, this is too much for a child. It is a lot. Did you watch the old one or the new one? I just watched the new. I've seen both, but I just watched the new one. It was intense, man. I was like, this is between the animals looking so cute and just like everything that goes down in that movie. My heart was just like, I don't know. In a million pieces. In a million pieces. So what was that question again? So how, why do we manifest fear in our minds when really fear doesn't actually exist? Back to the squirrel. So (laughs) kind of funny. Yeah. That it's a squirrel. Yeah. All right. So back to that though, it's like we have to, it's like we walk around thinking of everything that could happen and we're making up escape plans, but we really don't have to do that much anymore because we're pretty safe. Yeah. So now our different things that we could be thinking about are more just like business and family and keeping those things afloat because we really don't have to worry about living in a cave or things coming to attack us as much, right? Right. Unless you live in LA or New York or something like that, you you do want to be aware aware. of your surroundings. You do want to be aware. Um, But with that said, you know, if that's what you're focused on, it's really tough to have room for a lot of other things in your mind. So Mm -hmm. I think that you stay aware So I I think in order to be aware what you can do, because some people are like actually afraid to not be afraid. I've literally met people and I've even thought this in my head, like if I'm not afraid or have fears of what could happen or play out worst case scenario, then I won't be ready for them. And it's like, okay, so think Mm -hmm. about it for a minute. Think of what you would do and then be like covered, letting it go. Yeah. So if you feel like a little unsafe without your fear, just be like, okay, that could happen. Great. Letting it go. Now, I think it's a whole other level when with like moms with children, because I'm even before having kids, like I am actually already starting to work on this as like, how Mm -hmm. am I not going to be afraid when they walk out the door? Like what is something that I'm going to say to myself or think of or make peace with or whatever that is? And, Mm -hmm. And truly it's, It's like knowing that, number one, you have no control as far as what happens out there, but doing your best internally and in your home and making them aware and also understanding, you know, what's your higher belief around everything? So for me, it's like having a higher belief of of just trust and faith in my faith and in God and what happens and knowing that you can recover from everything and make meaning from everything. There's so many different things that I'm saying here, but you get the all very important things. Yeah. I think in order to get over fear, you have to have a lot of really, you have to work on your face. That's, I love that. In order to get over your fear, you have to work on your faith. You should write that down. I'll write it down for you. (laughs) I'm like, great. Oh yeah. I have a phone. I could do that. Yeah. That's great advice though. There's a book, um, that Oprah had this guest on a bunch of times. It's more of a self-defense type book. It's called yeah. The Gift of Fear. Oh. I listened to it. It's really interesting. Mm, do tell. Um, but there are also things, I mean, I think fear, it talks about fear is important in many mm-hmm. different ways because it kind of alerts you like, oh, this person kind of gives me a weird feeling in my yes. belly. Like, listen to that. Totally. But also it's kind of like when you're starting a new business or something. Oh, this is kind of scary me. But mm-hmm. it's a good kind of scared. Because mm-hmm. you're going to something that's unknown and you've never done before. And why not give it a shot? I can say so much about that because I can also tell you that I think without a healthy amount of fear in your life, you actually aren't feeling 
fulfilled as a human. Mm-hmm. Like I think that that is the only way that we grow is through that stretching and expansion mm-hmm. of, you know, people can call it discomfort or whatever you want, but it's usually discomfort because you're afraid of something that you have not done before. Like I think yeah. that the root cause of pretty much everything that is that we view is, as not good is fear. But mm-hmm. fear is also, I always say like in my life, like when I feel a lot of fear, it's like the X that marks the exact spot for where I need to go. Yeah. And so I always think that whenever I think of fear, I'm like, oh shit. Like that's exactly where I need to go right now. Growth is coming. Oh, yay. But yay, but super yay. So there's that. So yeah. Evans, any last imparting wisdom. <laughs> She's like, oh, we have to take this part out. I do. Oh, she loves it. No, you always have some. I Go. have something. Okay. Remember that show Hanging with Mr. Cooper? Yes. One episode, he said, face your fear and it will disappear. Oh. <laughs> he's right. Oh, he was so right. You can do it. God, you know what's crazy? We could go down every spiral and like try to give you all of the answers. And that's the only answer there is. Face your fear and it'll disappear. Mr. Cooper, 1992. Hanging with Mr. C. He had good tennies. He did. Okay. Great show. Great show. Sending love, you guys. And until next time, hang with Mr. Cooper. Hang with Mr. Cooper. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.